What's up? What's up, family? <clears throat> Today is August the 8th. This is episode number 287 on Renell's Food for Thought Pod Radio Cast. Brought to you by Renell's Real Talk Media Network. Oh boy. You, you know, sometimes these are things that you don't like to report on or talk about. But August 5th, down in Alabama, Riverfront. You know, brothers and sisters, people, if, you, if you've never been a security guard before, you may not understand, but if you have been a security guard, then you will understand. The young man up there trying to direct traffic with a boat that shouldn't have been parked there in the first place. If they're doing his job. And then the next thing you know, all hell breaks loose. All because of a man, a black man, doing his job, working to support his family, to put food on the table, whatever the situation may be. But the man was doing his job. He did nothing wrong. He went and tried to move the boat himself. He got into discussions with people in regards to the boat and then out of nowhere white guy comes out of nowhere and jumps in the man's face jumps on a man pretty much and when you talk about America and all the racial tensions and all the hate that goes along with uh, different race groups towards one another When you chalk this up in the end, you'll see the black man didn't do nothing but his job. And what did he get for doing his job? They're, of course, they're investigating. They made some arrests. But will those arrests stick, even though there's videos that show the man doing his job? I would hope that everybody would turn in their video so this man can be you know, uh, let off the hook because basically, you know, of course you're going to slap the cuffs on the, on the black guy, you know, and then you got these white women that was with the party. They're jumping in and, 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 and want to get in fights. But see, the thing about all this is the man was just doing his job. So what was the problem? All you had to do is move the boat. But in this world, white folks feel that their superiority or they feel that their superiority that they feel is much superior than following rules that basically it wasn't the black man's rules. It was the riverfront's view of laws, not the black man's laws. Those are the rules of the dock. You can't be part when the, the ship or the boat that was supposed to go there, they couldn't even had a circle around. Because they couldn't have, the people wouldn't come and move, you know. Basically, you got a bunch of uh, ignorant words shouted out at the black man. Uh, you know, fingers pointed and all this kind of stuff that's going on. You know, people showing disrespect. And like I say, he's just a security guard doing his job. But see, brothers and sisters, this is the thing. I know how that man feels. And I'm going to tell you how. I used to work. Now, I'm following the rules. I used to work at this uh, 
at these condos, like 540-something condos. I used to work on the marina. No, these uh, majority of the people who live there, out of five, I, you could say out of 500-something, uh, maybe five blacks. Maybe. So I say maybe. That just goes to show you. Basically, I'll say about 98% of the people there were white, who lived there were white. Now, there was a rule. You couldn't have swimming after a certain period of time. Like on Monday through Thursday, Sunday through Thursday, the pool, no, Sunday through Wednesday, the pool was closed at 11 o'clock. Sunday through uh, Wednesday, the pool was closed. The pool was open. It was closed. That's what time it closed. You know, you couldn't go swimming after uh, 11 p.m. If you weren't in there, you can't get back in there. And after that, when I came around to lock the gate, because there's six pools. So I had to deal with six pools. Once you lock the gate, boom, no one's allowed in that water. On the weekend, Thursday through Saturday, midnight. Now, it was always white kids coming and sneaking in these pools after they were closed. Some lived there and they would bring their friends. And then I go and throw them out. Now, these are white kids now, mind you, but these are the rules of the property. I would throw them out. When I would come back to work, it was like, oh, you got to see so-and-so. There was been a report. There's always was a report against me, a black man, doing the job and I always have to explain myself because the white tenants in that building would always call and make a complaint. I wasn't doing my job or I was rude to the kids. Now, these kids ain't got no business being in there and I wasn't rude. I'm just kicking them out. So I understand. I even got into several brawls. Well, not I take it back. Not brawls. I got into several fights with homeless people. And you know who they blame the most? They blame the security guard. That's right. They blame me. A black man. Because I got into it with white homeless people sleeping on the property and I'm throwing them off. Yeah. So I understand where that brother is, the full brawl, but I understand when you're doing your job in an area that may not look like you, chances are you're doing your job, you're still not doing your job because that's how they look at you. You are a problem and that's how they looked at me they always in this one day I told them fuck you I'm not coming back here I filed a complaint with the office and I filed a complaint with the uh, property on with the property management company because I'm telling them I'm doing my job your tenants don't like me talking to these white kids. And that's what I told them. I made sure I put it in, in, in parentheses and when I made my verbal, white kids or white homeless people. I says, you want the job, you want people to do the job, you just don't want them to do it against your white people or you don't want a black man talking to these white people. And that's what I told them. And I told them, fuck you and never went back there. I wouldn't work in a place where there's all white folks and I'm doing security because it doesn't work. Because 
They may respect you in the daytime, but when it comes to doing your job at nighttime, it's a totally different thing. So I understand what that brother as being a security, you're doing your job and yet you got to deal with this madness. See, society perpetuates a lot of this stuff because they don't put rules in place like they're supposed to. They put rules in place to protect certain people, but they don't put rules in place to protect everyone, just certain people. And that's wrong. That's why the disrespect of the black man, the disrespect of the black woman keeps going and going and going. Why? Because we don't put the proper rules in its place. That brother's doing his job and then you got to have somebody jump on you for no reason, for doing your job. As if he's supposed to just let somebody jump on him and he ain't supposed to fight back. He was, once they jumped on, once they touched him, he had every right to do what he had to do. Because you just can't put your hands on people and think it's okay. He's doing his job. And the company shouldn't even think about firing this man for doing his job. If anything, they should give him a damn raise and give him some damn hazards pay. Because people don't understand, when you work in security, you... Majority of the time, you don't have a gun. You don't have uh, weapons. You're pretty much there to observe and report. That's what you're pretty much there for. And those who carry a weapon, they're not supposed to use their weapons or uh, withdraw those weapons unless there is somebody who actually has a weapon and they took theirs out. That's when you have, you just can't take your gun out because you feel you're threatened. You're not a cop. See, a lot of security people, they feel that they're cops, want to be cops. So they want to act tough. That's why I never wanted to carry a gun because I can make just as much money, if not more, without a gun than people who carry a gun. And over my course of my years in doing security, I have. Because I'm not a cop. If I wanted to be a cop, I would have been a cop. I didn't want to be a cop. So why would I want to carry a gun? That's why certain areas nowadays, I wouldn't even bother to waste my time, my effort, my energy to become a guard in a lot of these places nowadays because the people are rude, they're ignorant, they have no respect for people trying to do their job. And if you're black, uh, just multiply everything I just said uh, 10 times. It's sad that you have to go through that because a brother, like I say, doing his job and he's got to be so disrespected for doing his job. Because see, they felt, people can always say, well, you know, they probably were drunk. People are always, there's always bullshit ass excuses when people, when, especially when white folks do something. Well, you know, they were probably drunk or whatever. I'm not saying that's what they're saying, but someone is probably saying that, well, you know, they probably were, amongst them, someone, uh, they was probably drunk and, you know, things got out of hand. Bullshit. That man spoke to at least uh, four or five people letting them know and they pretty much were all with the same goddamn party so they knew they knew everybody can't be drunk all the time especially when they doing something and all of a sudden they're drunk because what black people uh you never hear oh well black people they was probably drunk no when people are gunning down black folks they're not drunk you don't say nothing about that oh they've been rude or they was being disrespectful or they should know they should have known that's what black folks always get we should have known white folks get what well, they was probably you know 
uh, rude. No, they was probably drunk or maybe a little mental, uh, a a little mental uh, play was involved. You know, it's always something to bring down the actual actions that happen. Because people, without those cameras, without the camera phone, that brother, though he didn't do shit but his job, more than likely would have been arrested and the key would have been thrown away and we wouldn't even be talking about this shit. But thank God for the camera phone. Thank God that we have the camera phone because we don't have justice on our side, but we have the camera phone. And that's a, that's, that's a good thing and it's also a bad thing because everybody have camera phones, but everybody ain't putting taxes in the system. Black folks is putting taxes millions upon billions of dollars in the system every year, paying their taxes and whatnot, but yet they're getting very little of the play that they're supposed to be getting, but everybody else is getting more play than black folks get, and black folks is paying taxes like everybody else. That man was, had he was just, to me, he's justified in doing what he had to do. Because I understand where he's been. Because like I say, I've been there. I had to go uh, being attacked. Because you know, security, you don't put your hands, you don't put your hands up on nobody until they strike you first. Then it's like, well, you do what you got to do. Because a lot of times your own company will not even back you. That's why when you're carrying a weapon and you shoot somebody as a security guard, you shoot somebody, you better pray. That your company back because your company will a lot of times to uh, uh, not have a lawsuit against them. They will say, well, you know, we we tell our guards all the time never to uh, withdraw their guns, not until the gun has been fired. And, and, and that's how a lot of times they will go against you, even though that's not what they said. But that's what they'll say when it comes to protecting their ass. But that man is justified in what he did. He only did his job like he was supposed to do. And they treated him like shit. They didn't respect him. That black man did not get respect. See, black people don't get respect. And a lot of times we don't get respect that we're supposed to get. Or, you know, basically it's just common courtesy to respect your your fellow man. We don't get that because there's so much other shit that goes on. So many lies that that have been portrayed against black folks. And then a lot of shit that we do uh, against our people. That people say, ah, oh, we ain't gotta re- we, we ain't gonna we ain't gotta respect them, they don't respect themselves. And that's how a lot of people look at things too. They don't respect themselves, so why the hell would I respect them? A lot of things we do to uh take respect away from us, excuse me, is that we don't respect each other. We disrespect each other. Well, you should have known I was gonna go both ways because a lot a, a lot of it is true. A lot of people won't respect you because you don't respect yourself. That man was doing his job. His, he's respected for doing his job. Oh, he should have been respected for doing his job. But that wasn't the case. And a lot of times during out these, uh, these type of instances that be happening to us as black people, a lot of people feel they do what they do because we don't respect one another. And that's why they do a lot of things that, well, no, it ain't right. But shit. If you don't respect yourself, you think somebody else is going to respect you? It's like saying, you didn't ask Obama for a job, but when Trump got in the office, why you think you can sit around and ask Trump for jobs when you didn't ask Obama for a goddamn thing? And he'll look at it and say, well, hell, he, he was there for eight years. You didn't ask him for nothing. But I'm here. 
for four years and here you come with, you know, we need jobs. Well, you weren't saying that shit uh, when he was sitting in that office for eight years. And that's how a lot of people feel. Is it right? No, it ain't right. You know, common courtesy, having people have the freedom to, uh, of choice, freedom of speech. But a lot of these things get canceled out, especially when you're black, even when you're doing, a, doing what you're supposed to do. Because the rules don't fit everyone. The rules only fit the ones that they wanted to fit. And that's the sad thing. The rules only fit the ones that they wanted to fit. So we will rewrite the rules. The rules are pretty much rewritten on demand. Forget the rules that's in place. Well, we got a new rule. We got to put this one in place because that happened. So we got to put that in place. Oh, so cancel out that other one and say this one's been in play for uh, months. And this is a sad thing. Our people are suffering and no one seems to give a shit. No one seems to give a shit about the black man and black woman. No matter what comes over that border, no matter what comes over on them ships and whatever, they come with instant disrespect. Why? Because the country that we live in gives us disrespect. And that shit is applied to these people who come over to this country. We're given disrespect. And it's sad. But this is America. And we say America's America the beautiful. America the great. You're never great when you disrespect your people. You don't pay homage to the people who built the country. And then you expect others to come over here and pillage the damn country. And you want them to respect it. A person will tell you, yeah, sure, of course. And go against everything they just said. They ain't gonna respect you. And that's what they do when they come here. They go back doing the same. Whatever drama they came from, they brought from their place, they bring that shit over here. But you know what? I always remember that brother did his job. Alabama. The riverfront. Alabama and the riverfront. We'll never forget August 5th, 2023. It's like 40 acres in a chair. That's all we ask for is 40 acres in a chair. Peace out. <laughs>